0: Welcome back, Hawk Talk, uh, 506 Pub here goes downtown Grand Forks, let's welcome to the program Coach Brad Jer- Barry, rather of the UND Hockey Team, how you doing bubs?
1: Good, how you doing?
0: Yeah, doing good, looking forward to the weekend, uh, I love the coach from Miami, he's, <laughs> he's always a treat to talk to, have <laughs> you talked to him, you must.
1: No, not really. You know, uh, don't you? I
0: mean, not about
1: not not until the no. not until after the series kind of thing. You know, like it's a situation where, you know, obviously we we haven't seen him this year yet, and you know, you see him at the meetings in in Florida, and you see him at the yeah, meetings he's an and,
0: interesting dude.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but normally during the year, there's not much. Yeah,
0: you come off a weekend. Denver was very good. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And you got to be on top of your game to beat him, don't you?
1: Well, right now we do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they've got some good returning players, and, uh, you know, they've, they've got some guys that have some firepower in them, and, you know, they play a they play a tight checking game, and there wasn't a lot of time and space out there to make plays, and, you know, it was a situation where if you turn over some pucks, you don't have a chance to be in the offensive zone, and I didn't think, I thought Friday night we did, but Saturday night we didn't, didn't have as much offensive zone play.
0: Yeah, it just wasn't there. Uh, what I thought was interesting is, their transition game was that something that you didn't weren't anticipating because they no. were very good at it.
1: no that's part of that that's part of what they do we yeah. do we know that like but it's a situation where you got to get pucks by them and make them play in their their defensive zone to do that like again you got to be predictable to your teammates and if you have one guy that's going through the neutral zone that's getting taken away time and space get tracked we call it and you don't get it past them then it goes the other way everybody's trying to support that play going north the puck comes back south, and that happens, that's transition. And, and I think at the end of the day, they did a very good job of transition, and they always have.
0: Yeah, they did a very good job of north-south. How was your north-south game?
1: Well, like, just, to, just to expand what I said, yeah. our north-south game wasn't as good because we didn't advance the puck pass to go north. So that's that's part of it.
0: Well, there was, uh, I mean, there was a lot of points in that. I mean, Friday night you could have won that game.
1: Oh, for sure, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um it was a situation where we had the lead. Um, I thought we had some good looks in the third period. And, you know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> they get a goal there and a, an unfortunate goal, too, because I thought the goal was one where we boxed out and the guy beat us to the net and, and tapped it in. And, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I think, uh, you know, both nights, I think we'd like to have one or two of those goals back, uh, you know, from being perimeter plays
0: going into Saturday's game I know I talked to a few of you guys going in and they were fired up and ready to go they thought that because they didn't like the way it ended Friday night. yeah
1: no and, and I thought we had a response seven not, yeah. not too many times you score seven seconds into a game and that tells you me you're ready to go and uh, and then even later in the first period going in the second period I thought the turning point was uh a couple guys turning pucks over taking penalties and them scoring two power play goals in the second period so you give up two power play goals in the second period and then uh and then i think the killer for us was in the third period when uh we're on a power play expiration of the power play comes to the point guys comes out of the box all we have to do is just put it below the goal line uh we put it into the pads of a guy and the guy puts it to the guy going on a breakaway from the penalty box and uh that, you know, you're on the power play. That it, It's a swing of a, a two goals. We could have scored one, but we gave up one.
0: Yeah. How do you talk to your team after that weekend?
1: Yeah, well, I think there's a little you bit. you were of, in both of them. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think there's a little bit of soul search in everybody. You know, uh, you know, it's a situation where it, it, it is what it is. We're in a in a situation where we haven't won two games at home uh, over the weekend, and and that normally doesn't happen. And it's a situation where now we got to do a little bit of uh, soul searching on how we have to get back on track, right? And again, like I said, there's no excuses in our game, but I think everybody's got to simplify their game a little bit. And I think yeah, a lot of guys are doing doing a little bit, maybe a little bit too much when they're pressing a little bit. And I think it's a situation where you've got to keep the game simple, keep the game in front of you, and then trust the other guy to do his job when he's out there.
0: I think it was interesting after the game you said, we can't have any finger pointing in here. No. And there's not going to be. No. And,
1: and there isn't, and that, and it starts with me at the end of the day. And yeah, I told, you said that. And I told the guys, I said, you know what, we all have to be better, me included, our coaching staff included. We all have to be better, and we have to find what that better is, and uh, and everybody's a little, a little bit different. And, you know, like I alluded to you, I think there's some guys that, you know, aren't playing to the top of their capabilities, and I think we have to, as a coaching staff, we have to fully articulate to them what we expect as far as when we mean simplify and and what what we're looking for. So there's no ambiguity to it and uh, no ambivalence.
0: Okay, Tyler Clever was out of the lineup Saturday. And Friday. And, and Friday. Yeah. He, he only, only played Friday. four minutes two two Friday. Plays, yeah. Two periods at least.
1: Well, yeah, it was five minutes but into the first period.
0: Do you have to be more physical? Can you be more physical?
1: Yeah, I, I think you can, absolutely. But again, physicality for me is more than just the body check. Physicality right. for me is, you know, being intense on a face-off and diving in and getting a puck. Physical for me is being first on the forecheck and not being second. Uh, being physical for me is is, is just kind of doing the things that make bring you to the edge of your seat and not going over. And, and, and to me, yeah, 100%. Like, physicality can mean a number of things.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about bowling people over all the
1: place. Yeah, yep.
0: But just, do you think you have to be more physical? Do you
1: yeah, well, I think I think everybody could probably step it up a, a little bit on that side of it, for sure.
0: Because you've got, I mean, Senden <laughs> and Levin, obviously, and...
1: But when you go see Reeves Gaber on the forecheck and he's our oh, smallest guy yeah. and he punches, er, and he yeah. pushes a guy right through the well, glass, when you see Mark Senden doing it, like what I'm getting at, Tim, is everybody's got to do it. We have some guys doing it, and do and you think you've got to be physical? That alludes to me that the whole team's not physical. That's not true. It, it's, some guys have to be more assertive in their game.
0: Dylan James does it, I think. I think Ness does it. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm
1: not here to go through our list. No, on, on but who's Gaber, doing it not doing it.
0: I mean, Gaber. I mean, you talk about anybody can work any harder than that kid.
1: hundred percent, you know. Yeah. And again, like, in order to win in the NCHC, you have to have everybody pulling the rope and playing their best. And I think right now we got some guys that have more to give.
0: You're right, Miami. It comes in hasn't won an NCHC game, but I think under Bergeron, uh, they're a better team. I mean, they've got a lot of different parts, and they're going to be, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they come in here, and you know, you got the target on your back.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, and that's, we always say that every week coming in here, you have the target on your back. Yep. Our, our, our thing isn't worrying about that. Our thing is making sure that we play our game to the fullest capable that we can, and everybody bringing their A game, and everybody playing to their potential, and then everything takes care of itself. You can have as many targets on your back as you want, but if we are the ones that are concerned about our play and how we have to do it, then that's the main thing.
0: It's interesting, isn't it, that I think there was a time when somebody wonder or worried about the other team and what they do, blah, blah, blah. You guys have always, and I think most teams are like this now, worried about how they play well, their
1: game. Well, 100%. Like Again, we go through a pre-scout, and what we do is – we show tendencies. If you show too many things of the other team, then, you know what, everybody goes, oh, man, those guys are really, <laughs> really good, you know. But at the end of the day, you show face-off plays. You, you show maybe a neutral zone four check. You show some stuff that you might be coming against, and then, you know what? You show what you do well. Here's how Here's how we accentuate how we play. Here's how, how we have to play to beat this team. And I think that's the way you have to do it. And, and like I said, we need everybody to do it consistently.
0: Is there pressure at home for these two games?
1: Uh, you know what? No. Uh, like I said, I think at the end of the day, it is what it is right now. Like, you know, when you really look at it, we play two games at home. We go to Bemidji. we come back, play one, and then we have four on the road. There's a shortened uh, season here in the first half. There's only a few games left. And, again, I think it's one of those things where we're not looking at anything past the, the Friday night game. Friday night. And it doesn't matter if we're on the road or at home. What we're more concerned about is getting that effort Friday night for 60 minutes.
0: You'll get it. We will, and we will,
1: 100%. And again, like I said, you know, it's just like life. Life isn't all roses, life isn't all winning all the time. And at the end of the day, you got to go through the, the crap times in order to, to build your, your group. And, and, and But it's a matter of how you come out of it, it's a matter of how you react to it, it's a matter of everybody sticking together and getting through the grind of it. And that's the beauty of it. And again, like I said, we've been through these before. Yep. We've been through these before, and I know everybody. It's like the sky <laughs> is falling. You know, the sky is but falling. But that's
0: part of the deal, right? Yeah, with you guys, it, it right? is.
1: But my message after the game is the sky isn't falling in the locker room at the Ralph Engelstad Arena yeah. because the 27 guys and the coaching staff are the ones that are there day to day.
0: I was very impressed with how you came out of the locker room and said, "Hey, we'll be fine. Right. We'll be yeah. fine." And I think of other teams. I'm not even going to give the names. But other teams that have been 500, said Christmas, Christmas, yeah. and won a national title.
1: What do you think's going on at Duluth right now?
0: There you go. Yeah,
1: And you know what? That's the the program of, oh, man, they can't do nothing wrong. And, again, they're a good program. <laughs> yeah. But look what they're going through.
0: Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. Brad, thanks for coming yeah. out. Appreciate All
1: right. it. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Look
0: forward to the weekend. North Dakota and Miami at uh, the route, Friday and Saturday night, 7.07 on Friday and six oh seven. Six oh seven
2: Saturday. Absolutely. He's. Yeah.
0: Locked I think they're ready in. to
2: go. I think so. I've, always, I've always said the best thing about college hockey is that you play two games in a span of about twenty hours. Yeah. And the worst thing about college hockey is then you go <laughs> five days between the next one. Right. it be.
0: No, I think, goodbye. and you know, it's uh, the yeah. There's, uh, I mean, yeah. So many fans that are right.
2: just. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: They'll be fine. Yeah. I think you watched every game of them.
2: Yeah. And like yeah. Said, it's 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 one thing if you were going through this now and you knew you were a finished product. Yeah. Like if we knew, that so this is, okay, this is how North is going to be. This is how they're going to be. You know, be. be then yeah. it's like, oh, boy. But we know. Everybody yeah. knows. Right? And everybody says, there's just something. Right? Nobody can quite oh. say what it is, but you know there's something and something's going to click.
0: Like I yeah, say it goes back often, to. Because
2: we've seen it before.
0: And I didn't say it to Brad, but it's Duluth
2: right. a couple times. it's an example. When
0: they were 500 well, at Christmas and seeing, they many, won a national title.
2: How many times have we seen it ourselves in the past? Yeah. 15 oh, absolutely. Years, right?
0: Yeah, no doubt. So they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I, you know, people go, oh, the sky right. is falling. The sky is falling. No, it's not. <laughs> they'll be fine. They'll be just fine. Interesting.
2: Yeah. What do we got? Because I don't we have get, anything. Do. Uh, one more break, and then we'll.
0: Oh, let's take a break.
2: Yeah, come back and kind of set everything up for the weekend.
0: All right, we're at five oh six Pub Hugo's Downtown Grand Forks. It's Hawk Talk.